0: Boom! We are live. Episode forty-seven of the Short Convo's podcast. Forty-seven. Did your I did. Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Unless I got it wrong, then yeah. I'm sorry. But I believe episode forty-seven. Uh, apologies if we that we missed last week's episode. Uh, with the whole of the UK keep flipping upside down and backwards, we didn't quite get a point to slot it in. So we're here now. We didn't. We really are. Miss much. Jay, we are clean shaven
1: i am clean shaven for those at home i had a few inches of a of a beard well maybe an inch and a half of a beard and yes uh, we are officially springers officially spring
0: you look 10 years 15 years younger
1: thank you i'll take that as a compliment it knocks <laughs> it's off, it it's intended it definitely for does like you you've gone skinny and it's like no no it's just, no.
0: Like <laughs> it's just a fluff <laughs>
1: yeah
0: exactly exactly so where would we like to start today did you have anything in particular in mind
1: well I uh we we missed obviously as you said in the intro there we missed uh, last week's uh, podcast and uh for me personally I think I've hit a point I had a mini meltdown at the weekend uh I'm I'm I didn't happy know to own that yeah, and, uh, we haven't caught up, have we? It's, I think no. it's because we didn't have our catch up last week, as so I think that's We why did try, we but we just
0: up. couldn't find a time slot, so we're here. Yeah, tell me well, about this meltdown.
1: Well, I, I got well. Where I'm at at the moment is, uh, I don't know if you again can relate, but things are having to give. Uh, I, it, it's a good place to be in a sense that you're amongst those pressure plates. But it's a place where I I try to avoid things are just having to give, i.e. not doing this podcast last week, i.e. not getting back to messages, i.e. not doing something else. It's literally at a point, uh, myself personally, where... Things are just giving because you just don't have the hours. You don't have the energy. And I think on Saturday, it just all hit me at once. And uh, I, uh, I was just really foggy headed as soon as I got up. I was in bed by seven o'clock. And knows uh, that know me, I, I usually, uh, you know, a night hour, I stay up later. And uh, yeah, it's like all of a sudden, lots was going on. And it, it just, yeah, it was trying to process it all
0: what pulls you out of that when that happens? Cause I know I can really relate to that feeling and that sensation. And I know I've got a few things I have to do if I want to get out of that place.
1: Sleep. Basically. I just yeah. have to sleep. Like they- I, yeah, I think there's a, I still carry, I think, some grief and things like that, you know. Uh, I think it brings it all up and it just hits you and it's like, I just cannot function. It literally cannot function. It's like you're just completely, you're not even tired, it's just you're, you're completely wiped out. And uh, I find things that you don't have to think about that you enjoy doing helps me get out of it so for instance on the sunday going for a walk with the dogs obviously spending time with family uh the other half telling yourself to pull yourself together or advising you is always uh, helpful uh just sitting with the bonsai's for a number of hours and then it slowly starts to bring you out i think i've gone through times and periods especially again referring to the grief where you don't realize what's happening and it really grabs you and keeps so you. It's up. Too I think right yeah, I think I've got to a point now that it's like, okay, it's here. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to gonna get into a boxing match with it. I'm just going to accept it. Today's a write-off. We're getting nothing done today. And uh, then, yeah, I think acceptance is the best thing. Accept yeah, it and sure. just learn to ride it.
0: With the grief, I, I'm assuming it's because I don't have a lot of grief in my life yet. Uh, I thought I've got that all to come <laughs> but I assume a lot of it must be date related but I guess every now and then it must just come over you and you, you maybe there is a date but you didn't even kind of consciously think of it is was there a date around it recently or are you just no, just no. Swept you? like
1: if, if you wanted to reference an actual date like I'm really good at remembering things so even though it's not in the diary I can always remember so it's at the end of April that my dad passed away uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything related to, you know, hearing, seeing or anything like that. I just think they're overwhelming sometimes of life itself. Uh, you're, I think it, there's stuff going on that you don't know that's going on. Uh, there's subconscious, yeah, things and everything else. And I think when you hit that point where you're really stressed or you're really tired or you're really whatever it is, out uh, I think out. it then, yeah, it spills out. Yeah, uh, I think there's always you're always coping with certain things. I think the older you get, the more you have to cope with certain uh, things in life. Acceptances, such as grief, for instance, that you can't change or actions you've made or whatever. And then I think it's always underlying uh, most of the day, mundane, daily things, or you know, the exciting things you do and uh, places you travel and everything. I think it sometimes, yeah, uh, doesn't, doesn't keep it going kind of thing. I I went, I traveled uh, on Wednesday as well. I left uh, the house and went the furthest to have for some time uh, to start planning an event, uh, the Grand Slam at the end of the year. So I traveled and we met up for a business uh, project in between, obviously following all COVID uh, guidelines and everything else. And I called Lauren on the way back and I said, oh, I feel really guilty. Not, I didn't break any rules, but because I had some fun, I saw some people, we did some things, and it was like, I had some fun, and I feel a bit guilty, as in, oh, we're, we're, we're actually doing something, and it's like, oh, it's a bit, bit, bit crazy, and I, think, I don't know if that had a little bit of a knock-on effect.
0: Yeah, I imagine it did. I imagine it did. My, me and my wife have a, a term for this. We call it the, the cheese and the cheese toasty machine. Uh, and it okay. references back to a time where I'd had to move back in with my mum for a while. And we were all under the same house, including some of my, my uh, sisters. So it was a lot of people, a lot of energy, a lot of egos all in one place. Uh, and, you know, a lot was going on, but we were all keeping it under wraps. You know, not, it's not that we weren't dealing with it and we weren't talking about stuff, but stuff was bubbling up, like you said, subconsciously. You don't even really realise it at the front of your mind. And then one day I was in the kitchen and I noticed that someone hadn't cleaned their oozing cheese out of the cheese toasty machine. And I just completely flipped. (laughs) And I had such an irrational breakdown over this cheese. I was like, is it so in hard to clean some cheese and Anne was around at the time we were like really early days of dating and she was just looking at me like this has nothing to do with cheese in a cheese toasty machine uh, so that's like our reference point when we realize that either of us has got to a point where other things are there but it's bubbled yeah. to the surface and now these little things suddenly seem like it's a big deal and, it, and it's not. But like you said, that pressure plate and things just fall through the cracks.
1: I've really noticed this actually with uh, the coaching side of things, especially at the highest level of the sport that we do. Bing, hit that bell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there it is. Ready. Uh, I think at the highest level of what we do, because uh, you're under so much uh, emotional well, the emotional pressure comes out at those points and quite often the tears the tantrums and i think we spoke about it before before you said you were speaking to a student on the side of the map it, it's yeah. not it's not always the loss or the getting here or the whatever else it's just whatever's going on in life at that particular moment or whatever is what bubbles out
0: yeah for sure that that definitely seems to be what it is stuff just pause out of people uh in those situations i think i've seen more realness from people in those situations than i have you know, you know in, in many others it, it tends to manifest a lot
1: yeah. in those places yeah. you said about cheese toasties i had a question to ask you actually uh that okay. i have with... one for you too but oh okay it. the deal is with sandwiches so okay. uh sandwich uh two slices you know together whatever whether it's going in the cheese so toasty actually the cheese toasty solves this uh the cheese toasty or well, it depends what cheese toasty you got so maybe you can tell me about this cheese type. what are you laughing for <laughs> i
0: just love the way you tell stories sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> so maybe your cheese story uh, your cheese toasty already does this so you've got two pieces of cheese uh, no you've got two pieces of bread <laughs> uh. What what is in between is not relevant, or maybe is relevant. I don't know how we're going (laughs) to get with this, but I'm going to draw the picture of uh, jam and peanut butter. So this is a PJ sandwich, Uh, two rounds. You'd call that two rounds, wouldn't you? Two pieces of toast, two rounds.
0: Yeah, I don't know all the sandwich terminology, to be fair. Okay,
1: so we're not going one slice in half. I just want to make that clear. Yeah.
0: Uh, Right. Understand. Two full slices.
1: Two full slice. Brown bread, white bread. Multi-grain, 50... Again, it might change it. Got the uh, stuff between it. Which way did you cut that sandwich?
0: Oh, God. See, no. This Is this even a question? (laughs) I want to know. But if... uh, All right. Explain it. So I cut it diagonally, which is correct.
1: (laughs) Based on what? Just...
0: uh, so, you know how we know instinctively that killing people is wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's just something in you that tells you I shouldn't strangle people to death on a daily basis. Isn't it yeah. the same? What Isn't does your it
1: toasty do? What does your to- toasty Or does it do like a fancy Mickey Mouse face or something?
0: So, well, so this recently, we can get onto this if you want. I've gone back to the frying pan. So I've I've come away from the cheese toasty machine, not related to my tantrum, uh, and I've <laughs> gone back to doing a cheese toasty in a frying pan. So the choice is back to me. But when I had cheese toasty machines, it made it into a triangle, It's in two yeah, triangles. Yeah, that's a pouch,
1: doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, we were with the pouch. But. Yeah. Well, I Cece and I were talking about it, and I had to okay. ask you, so, like, I agree the triangle is the way to go. a so far, the the experience of eating it is different, isn't it?
0: Yes. Well, it's designed that way, because then it fits in your mouth from the diagonal.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like... But you can built. always take it from the middle if you really wanted to, especially if it's, like, if crunchy. You-
0: If you wanted to, yes, you can. It gives you all the options, whereas a corner of a square, not so much. This is
1: where we got stuck. You've got to go in half uh, to put it in a lunchbox.
0: Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Okay.
1: Do you lunchbox? Like, I have a lunchbox. Poppy girls go to school with a lunchbox. So the practicality of the triangle doesn't work in a lunchbox. No. Some lunchboxes guess... don't even facilitate it. And how do you wrap a triangle, like like wrapping one of those balls from Lush at Christmas?
0: I have an answer, but I don't like my own answer. So I don't know okay. if it then counts. It, it. But my answer is you go into rectangles, shiver, and then you cut each rectangle into
1: into a triangle diagonal
0: triangles yes so then you would have you, a triangle a rectangular you're triangle going
1: to, so you're going to a quadrant on the on the bread, and uh-huh. then try otherwise Ba-da-ba-da. otherwise if you went in half obviously you keep the top half you know the bottom half you don't do it long ways do you no, so You do not. it in half if you did it that way that wouldn't be a decent triangle would it that'd be like a Well,
0: it would be a a triangle. It would just have to be a lopsided triangle, but a triangle nonetheless. But as I said, I I don't like it, but it's a solution if you need to have it in a triangle. But I think we're all, when you're talking triangles, I'm talking when it's an event. Like I'm making myself a sandwich for lunch and I'm about to sit down and eat it and I put it on the chopping board and I'm going to chop it before putting it on my plate. It's going to be a triangle.
1: Yeah, yeah, Going in uh, a lunchbox,
0: yeah. it's utilitarian you know, You've know, got to get it in there So it gets in there how it gets in there But if it's, uh, if it's a, an occasion it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Then it's different Right, we are talking about food So I'm just going to carry it on a little further And then we'll try and okay. find something else to talk about I have a Philosophical question for you, okay. are, you fam- are you familiar With Kung Fu Panda?
1: Of course, Pow okay. Or Po, which one was it? Po Hi. Oh, yes, You've
0: made me question
1: he, it. He likes uh, dumplings.
0: Do you think, and w- what would you consider, all these animals to be vegan? Uh, well, a panda isn't, is it? I don't know if, a, yeah, I think a panda is a vegan.
1: Completely vegan. Oh, I reckon a panda would to eat you if it had a chance.
0: I don't know if a panda would wanna eat me if it had the chance.
1: Well, there's a tiger, that's clearly not what what, a tiger. A,
0: well, no, so a tiger isn't, but here's my question. So the duck owns a ramen shop. What's the chance that he makes crispy aromatic duck? Very unlikely. So what does he serve his tigers? Yeah, Chickens? But it was set, but he's quite close it was set to at a, a time. Chicken.
1: It was set at a time, wasn't it, with like the likes of, uh, what was the guy that went across Mongolia? Like, uh-huh. he, 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 he serves you, he's duck enemies.
0: So so you're going with the dark idea that the duck guy with the ramen shop was serving up duck.
1: Yeah, hell so yeah, for... but he's enemies.
0: Yeah, 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 fine, fine, okay. All right, then yeah. we're there, then that, that's fine. I, I wasn't well, quite we... sure, I don't I, I, I was really undecided. Puzzle, did, you,
1: did you watch Fu Panda or what, what brought this question out? I can't actually
0: remember where it came from. Oh, my Me and my wife have been testing a lot of vegan substitutes for things. So okay. recently it's been vegan Parmesan, trying to find cheese to go on a pasta that's not cheese. Uh, and then I was thinking, do they substitute things in Kung Fu Panda Land? Because it would just be weird to sit next to a pig and be eating pork, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. The, I, they might get a bit funny about it. Maybe they don't, or maybe just no one eats it because I don't think at any point did they reference if those dumplings were meat dumplings or not. If the noodles I were, I don't
1: recall vegetables. it. No.
0: I don't think so. So it came to mind. I don't know how how far okay. we want to go with it is. I'm not sure, but it. it so me.
1: so you're you're looking at vegan things because of your tummy or because of something else? No, for
0: her, she she's she's she was a vegetarian and is now transitioning to being fully vegan so in that process okay. she's now having to eliminate all dairy and all eggs but she enjoys baking she enjoys Italian food and all of these things are very heavy on the the cheese and the eggs so we're having to we're, we're enjoying the process of figuring out what's good and what's not in the world of substitutes. And may I
1: ask why the step further
0: I think she's always wanted to I think the only thing that held her back was nutritionally she was concerned about getting enough protein getting enough healthy fats uh, and all of those so I think she's been reluctant to make the jump because she didn't want her own health to deteriorate whilst looking out for environment animal welfare uh, and all the rest of it but I've been I've tried to be very supportive of it and not push against it and therefore I think we've slowly kind of gone in, gone in that life. direction yeah but it's a good time to be a vegan in, in that sense because there's so many options now compared to like when we were kids I, I don't really remember there being options you know vegan alternatives i don't remember it really being a thing but now everything has a vegan alternative
1: yeah yeah i, I said before haven't i like i've got a really good relationship with food now so i'm uh, you know i'm eating whatever crawls across yeah. the floor but uh <laughs> no not quite literally but no we we have also different reasons cut back on meat and uh, fish and uh, everything else we started the show you asking us uh, about uh, myself how about you as where are you at
0: i'm okay and you know what you what really resonated is when you said you felt a bit guilty i feel a yeah. bit guilty for being okay
1: because you know, like, everyone <laughs> around me, in a different way, yeah,
0: yeah, everyone around me feels like they're crumbling a little bit, and I'm absolutely fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <little bit> <laughs> uh, <laughs> pointing at you.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I'm just trying to keep it quiet. You know, I'm, I'm almost <laughs> to the thing where I'm like, yeah, me too. It's rough, <laughs> but really, I'm like, meh. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. So I, I'm carrying a bit of weird guilt around. Um, And again, not because I'm doing anything wrong that's allowing me to keep my sanity. I'm doing what everyone else is doing. Um, I just seem to be either coping with it well or, like you said, subconsciously I'm going insane. But I've managed to like push it in this little bottle. It's just like, yeah, fermenting and it's going to boil over.
1: You asked us uh, how did I get through it you know the the mini meltdown uh, that made me think as you were talking there is I think a big thing that I've learned over the years because I've had a fair few mini meltdowns and bigger meltdowns than that is uh, acceptance and they like you say you're okay uh, I can actually say I'm okay you know I, i'm I'm cool and, and even with the mini meltdown during that exact time I was okay I was cool it was like I, I think a big thing is when you fight against these things and when you don't accept it for what it is. It's not a right or wrong, good or bad. It's just that balance and accepting it. And I think when you don't and you try and fight, I think that's when, yeah, that's. I think I'll be repeating myself from earlier, but that's the big thing. So no, even right. during, yeah, even doing the mini meltdown during it, I can laugh at it because like Lauren does, we laugh at it. Yeah, you're having a mini meltdown. It's like, yeah, it's going <laughs> in. And, you know, you, you can take it like that.
0: Well, yeah, I think the only mistake would be to think that having a mini meltdown is not a completely normal thing to do. Like we all have yeah. mini meltdowns all the time. So I think that's, that's what it Because there seems to be an attitude that if you're having mini meltdowns that you don't have your life together but I think it's part of having your life together is you're gonna at some point melt down as well as everything else, right? You're gonna have days where you're just sad and then just angry and not really any feasible reason to it. It's just how you feel in that time. So I, I find yeah. that normal. My coping mechanism has always been to write things. If I, if I get all in my head, I just have to get it out of my head. And then I, I like almost instantly feel better. I start writing it down, because I normally start really angry and really irrational, read the first paragraph of any of my notes and you would think I'm a psychopath. <laughs> because the first one is just like, I really want to just kill everybody with a sword. I want to see their blood pour from their veins. <laughs> and then by the time I get to the bottom of the page, I'm like, but life is okay. And I'm fine. And everyone's healthy. And I'm full of love and peace and happiness.
1: But yeah, you have to,
0: you have to get there.
1: Music is the other thing, isn't it? And we've said that before, how music, uh, that, that just resonates, doesn't it, and brings you out of it.
0: It does. I think that this is where, like, we record a podcast and we listen to podcasts, but I think sometimes these things uh, are not the right thing to go to. I think sometimes the best thing you can do is go to music because it just touches feelings rather than getting you thinking so much. Like, it can just take mm. you to a place... So I've, I try to make a conscious effort when I'm not feeling great to listen to more music and listen to less podcasts. Re- I actually read less books when I'm not feeling great because I don't find that filling my head with more ideas helps me come out of that place.
1: Yeah, and it seems like the, we've uh, spoken recently about the morning and the evening routines. And I think they are most important when you're not doing so great as well. Yeah. Uh, I think that's when, I think they help stabilise you, but that's when they help fix you and not. So for instance, Saturday wasn't that great and I didn't touch social media whatsoever. Didn't go, go on it at all. And I think that's a, a healthy thing. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't sit and watch the screen. Uh, I just went to bed. You know, I read a bit, went to sleep. I think those are, are healthy, healthy habits at those times as well.
0: Yeah, it's listening to yourself, isn't it? Listening to what the body needs. And if it tells you, you need rest, you need to sleep, and mm. you can listen to that, then I think that's a really powerful thing, a powerful like tool to have in your arsenal, the ability to just listen to what you need and then do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. And uh, I, I've got a bit of a, a rant. Uh, I, I saw it on uh, the... I think it was on telly. Was it an advert? Or well, it might have no. You know, you have your adverts coming up on the social media saying that now. Uh, and it was, <laughs> it was for garden mat. It was like fifteen quid for a garden mat that had fancy little edges to it. So when you're doing your gardening, I've just had a thought actually. That day I must have been doing my bonsais, and that's come up. But anyway, <laughs> weird.
0: Is this like um, a, a kneeling mat?
1: No, no, it doesn't. Well, I mean, it might have even had a pouch bit where you could kneel on and that, and, and uh, you you could do like you. Basically, it's to collect any shit that comes off your plant, so that it. you can then neatly fold it and put it there. Have you got one?
0: I haven't got one. I just I understand what you mean but, now. But
1: it's like it's just shit you don't need. Yeah, uh, very much. So. It's like I know. So everyone's got to make a living, but. There's so much of it out there, in there? Just shit you don't need. And
0: it's, it's like... More than ever.
1: Yeah. Crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's what that. draws me. Well, that, that's what draws me to minimalism is it catches you when that comes around. Because you can get tricked into it. You can look at stuff and go, oh, that's a neat little gadget. I need that in my life. But if you stop for a minute, you just think, actually... of the time I can do exactly that with something I've already got at home. And it's normally called a knife. You know, if you've got a knife, (laughs) you probably don't need any little, especially in the kitchen. Kitchen gadgets like this are the worst. I don't know if you've ever seen or gone down this rabbit hole but there is like a hundred different cutting tools for cutting every individual thing. Oh,
1: there's these silly things for boiling eggs as well and all of that, isn't there? Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's an essential tool in you, any
1: kitchen. No, no, i am probably that. <laughs> previous episode,
0: I've that. Uh, yes, um, yeah. I, I don't like knickknacks at the best of times and, yeah, useless stuff like that where it's just like, just let it fall on the floor and let nature blow it away. Or if you don't like it, sweep it up. Like a normal And on thing.
1: that side of things, it's, uh, it's not necessarily something you're going to see in an advert, you know, trying to sell you some useless uh, tool that someone uh, thinks you need. Uh, but this was actually a kid that had written to some, um, publishers or someone in charge of it and said, please, we don't want this stuff anymore. The little plastic things toys that come on the magazines now do you know do you know what i'm talking about i didn't know so, that was
0: still a thing to be honest
1: yeah she uh, supposedly they've either passed some law or something she's only a young girl and she's written to whoever it is that uh, makes them all and said look we love the magazine we still want the magazine but we don't want a crappy toy on the front and like there's a bit of research behind it it's made out of the cheapest plastic that lasts the longest and the toy yeah. never works or breaks after the first use and you know I'll be guilty as a parent in the past we've bought these magazines you know because sure. it has drawn the kid in oh there's a frozen thing on it and it's like it seems like the world's waking up a li- maybe it's just the angle I'm looking at but it seems like the world's waking up a little bit to all of this now.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think generally the world's waking up a lot. And, you know, we've spoke about everything on this channel from uh, race to, uh, you know, late women's rights and the environment, plastic, recycling, all this stuff. I I think, yeah, there's more and more information available to us and people are now starting to take take account of it. They're starting to listen. Uh, But that's a really beautiful thing. Like the whole, we've, we've nearly got rid of plastic straws now. I don't. I don't. I can't remember the last time I went somewhere and got a plastic straw. They tend to all be paper at this point.
1: But have so, you watched that program? So. I've not watched it. Lawrence watched it. I walked in while she was watching it about the uh, conspiracy.
0: Yeah. 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 It. No, but I is, I know exactly what you're talking about because they they basically say. I, are we talking about where the whole talk thing about where, the straws?
1: Where I, I don't know because I
0: haven't. I haven't watched it yet to, to know. Oh, you've not seen it? No, but I saw a comment on something about straws that, that brought that up, that that's not the issue and that fishing and farming of yeah, yeah. fishes is what really is the issue. But like, nonetheless, plastic straws getting rid of that. Yeah. It's a good thing, right? We yeah, got rid of yeah. mostly plastic bags. In, remember, well, you just used to get plastic bags. You'd go yes. to your food shop and you'd come away with five new plastic bags. And now that's very much going away. So we're getting there. It's way too slow. I think like, you know, the David Attenborough documentary showed we're not moving quick enough in the right no, direction.
1: not quicker yeah. than what we're taking away, are
0: we? Yeah, but thank God we are to some extent moving that way, even if yeah. it's just on a personal level in your own little bubble.
1: Yeah. I've got three, uh, three things uh, finish to show, if you like. Uh, top three
0: top three Go uh on.
1: my angle on this things you don't have three okay. things you don't have but we'll categorize it clothing you, you can don't throw have and don't want Bronze silver gold i'm throwing it to you okay you, you can you can bat free, it back however you like
0: three items of clothing that i don't you have. don't have i never have ever 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 a proper winter jacket okay
1: i've
0: i never do as close as i get is some form of a puffer jacket but even there you would look at it and go that's all right for a a bit of a chill but if it if we ever got like real minus temperatures i'd be in trouble because i do not have an appropriate
1: coat for that situation is that your gold is that your gold Stand. I
0: don't yeah. know if it's a gold yet, so I'm not. I will. I will get you a bronze, silver, gold by the end of it. I'll put them in an order. But for now, yeah. I'll just. I'll pluck them out of the. Sky. And you'd want
1: it in black, do you,
0: or white, the or grey? Yeah. It would have to be in black. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Has to I be. Think, but yeah, unless there's a real
1: discount or or gray, on the grey. Yeah, yeah, I'll, t-
0: I'll take. I'll take a grey with a heavy I've discount. Got re-
1: I've got really nice uh winter jacket bought many years ago for us and i I feel really proud because it's lasted really well it's got a couple of areas you know a couple things of uh this and that uh but the zip went on it most and i leave the zip went and like you know a really nice jacket an outdoor jacket if you're gonna get one that's gonna last a good you know a few hundred quid uh so i just went and got the zip re re remake uh put on I i went to the dry cleaners uh i think it was Thirty quid or something to have a uh, new zip. And the zip's actually better than the original zip, what was on it? and it's so satisfying. It, it, it's like I've still got my jacket and this mad zip. It's like yeah, <laughs> really, <laughs> sad, really satisfying. Just
0: sit there going up and down.
1: Yeah, I'm after. I want a sun visor. I want a Wolf Pack, which is our fighting club team, sun visor. That's what I want right now. You know, the the top part empty pack. top. Yeah, just just the visor. Yeah, so God, brought that on? Uh, I think Last Chance. You are you familiar? I think I was the, gonna
0: assume it was something to do with football.
1: NFL, yeah, American football. Uh, like I've got a good collection of caps now. I've got a fedora. I've got you know a few different hats, winter hats, everything. But I don't have a sun visor, so I want a red Wolfpack sun visor.
0: What is the point of a sun visor? Keeps sun out
1: your eyes, doesn't it? Got it, but
0: so does a baseball but, cap. But what we, is it so you can preserve I, your hairdo?
1: I think it's, I think the cap is too hot on top of your head, isn't it? Or yeah, maybe I it's it'd be the opposite. I, that's the only I thing i come it, to. And because I want to wear it back to front, upside down. You can't do that with a cap.
0: Why would you want to do that with a self It's just look, look mad, isn't it? <laughs> just honesty. to look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what more right. reason do you need? All right, I, I can go for a sun visor. Don't have... I'll go for one that I would like slash need. Well, I don't currently have a pair of jeans. Not at all. I, I only keep one or two pairs at a time because i Anyway, minimalist yeah. thing. Uh, and I have ripped both of them quite violently at the crotch area. Oh uh so I was at the say, moment,
1: that's d- the look at the moment, isn't it? Oh no,
0: this is definitely not <laughs> <my
1: own. laughs> no one, not no that one, that one wants, be, to wants to see this. <laughs>
0: no, no. So so I don't currently own a pair of jeans that I could put on tomorrow and, and wear out. Would so. they be
1: black? Or when you say yeah. jeans, you mean traditional jeans? Classique, classique. Yeah. I, I, I'm you're breaking well. your colour
0: card. Well um, I don't think I've ever specified on the on the trousers, but I, I've always just liked okay. a dark dark wash denim that's We're always learning. been my, my
1: preference
0: I'm learning. I'm learning. yeah but no so yeah i need a pair of jeans because i don't currently own it but again this is down to having a basically a whole year where you really didn't need to wear almost any clothing at all so i've just not really had a reason to go out and get a set and uh i'll, I'll hold off a little bit longer until until the you need around in just your
1: dressing gown yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at at all. All. Just, just this t-shirt Jay that's why we don't stand up on this show uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I said I've got an appreciation for trainers now
0: yes we've we've spoke about you and so, Cece have uh, yeah. got together so on an, this one
1: yeah it's a nice it's a nice thing to share with Cece like she she likes almost obsessively trainers uh you know we don't have the money to pursue quite her obsession, uh, but she obsessively likes, or knows, knows trainers, and I can appreciate the trainers. Uh, my, my Nike uh, uh, 290s, I can't remember what ones they are, the ones with the bubble around them and all that. Uh, I noticed the other day, the heel is coming off. So you know, like on a, a Nike, you've got the bubble at the back, you can, yeah. uh, the whole heel is coming off. So I need, this is on a need basis. Uh, a new pair of trainers and it's like they were my really good trainers as well that I've just clearly walked walked into the ground so yeah Uh, I'm gonna need to be acquiring a uh, pair of uh, Nike soon
0: well that comes nicely to my third one which I actually just need a complete shoe selection I don't I've currently got a pair of trainers that are worn in and destroyed a pair of smartish shoes that are scuffed up to the point of no return and no form of anything in between for if it was like a smart casual uh, or anything like that. So I literally, I don't really have a pair of shoes at the moment uh, other than just these very worn in Nikes that I wear at the moment for every occasion. Like if there was a funeral tomorrow, I'm either going to be in the flashiest patent leather shoe you've ever seen or in a Nike trainer because I don't have anything suitable. <laughs> so, yeah, all the shoes.
1: All the shoes. My third item, I don't know if you would class it as clothing because uh, it's a practical use, but yeah, tell me if you would or not. I need some sunglasses. Yeah, I count. Yeah, I it count. clearly it is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't want to offend you if not. But no, I've no. got, or oh, I had, I'd like to say I've got a pair of aviators, silver aviators that I've had for years. And like the car keys, like the phone, they always go in a certain place and I always know where they are. They always travel, travel with me. You know, it comes a certain time that you don't need them, but pretty much it's an essential thing. And I've lost my aviators and I have no idea how. I think someone's stolen. Someone must have pinched it. Uh, that, that's the only logical way I can... I can say i've lost them it's it's a little bit disappointing because like you know exciting at the same time because i'll get another pair at some point again it's not a cheap item is it you go what well, i'm not going to just go out at the moment and get myself a pair of aviators uh, but i'm also hanging on by a thread to opening that case and going there's a bad boys so i'm holding on it on by a thread but i've pretty much looked for all the cases and uh, we're we're, we're moving soon, hopefully, so uh, they might turn up. But uh, yeah, I don't know where my aviators are. As well.
0: I really understand that feeling, because I'm the same with stuff. I, I've got places that things go, and when they're not there, and I know I haven't moved it, and I know I haven't, then I'm just like, all right, who moved them? Who's got them? And everyone insists, you know, whatever the situation, they all insist I didn't take it, I didn't touch it. I was like, one of you did. Because it's not where it should be and I don't have it. So, and then they always yeah. even end up that somewhere they go, Oh, yeah, I forgot that I moved it. Or, oh, yeah, I do have them. They're in my pocket. And I'm like, Yeah, I know they are. I knew they were all along. Give it back to me. So, yeah, yeah. I, I feel the frustration, but you get to buy a new pair, which is yeah. not the worst yeah. thing in the world. And they had a
1: couple little scratches. So, you know, it'd be nice to have a fresh
0: pair. Someone sat on mine. I had a really nice pair, all black. Really good, uh, and I put them in my passenger seat in my car, driving along. Picked someone up, and they just jumped in, and I heard them go. And I was just like, <laughs> but you know well, what? After, like after you it's hit them, eighty like percent.
1: After you hit,
0: I had the reflex to <laughs> him, but then you know it's about eighty percent your fault for putting it on the passenger. Oh seat. yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So, you so kind of then shit. you're kind of just like, uh, I'll just punch you in the arm and be done with it. But yeah. Yeah, wasn't wasn't great.
1: I came prepared with a yeah. quote today. I googled mini meltdown quote because I was interested <laughs> to see what what would come up, and I was quite quite impressed actually. Uh, th- this was the first quote, and I don't know who, what, where, or why, but it comes up a couple of times. Don't forget that you're human. It's okay to have a meltdown. Just don't unpack and live there. Cry it out, and then refocus on where you are headed. I thought that that sums it up for me.
0: Well, I came ready as well. And I, you know, I didn't know about your meltdown, but yet I have come basically prepared with a meltdown quote. Uh, for anyone who listens to this show, if you haven't read the works of Ralph Waldo Emerson, you need to go read it because the man just has a way with words that I don't think gets met by many. So here's his quote. Finish each day and be done with it. You have done what, could, what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt creep in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. You shall begin it serenely and with not too high a spirit as to be encumbered with your old nonsense.
1: Love it. Love it, love it, love it. On that note, as it's always a pleasure, I feel better for it. Let's not leave it another week.
0: We will not indeed, guys.
1: uh, We'll catch up again soon. Like, comment, all of that share all that good stuff
0: and we will see you next time. Peace.